We've all been there. We know meditation is good for us, but we just can't seem to start and stick with it. Maybe we're too busy, or we're not sure how to do it. Or maybe we're just a little intimidated by the idea of sitting still and trying to quiet our minds. But the truth is, starting a meditation practice doesn't have to be complicated or difficult. In fact, getting started with building this habit can be much, much simpler than you think. So, whether you're a meditation newbie or you're looking to get back into it, we've got you covered because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Big change. Before we jump into the episode, I'm running a survey right now to get to know you a little bit better so that I can improve my content and recommendations going forward. So if you want to participate, visit www.tlbc.co survey right now and get started. The survey should only take about seven minutes, and if you participate before February 3rd, 2023, you'll be able to enter for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card. Head over to tlbc.co slash survey right now and enter today. So let's talk about meditation. It's something that we all know we should be doing, or at least we vaguely heard that we should be doing. It's important. It allows us a moment of time, a moment in the day to feel like we can allow ourselves to rest, to take the time we need to be better and to do better in the future, to think about the day that we just had and to think about the day yet to be had. Meditation is a critical part of our day-to-day lives, but it's something we all struggle to be consistent with, myself included. I go back and forth on my meditation habit constantly. I'll start and I'll stop and I'll start again and I'll stop again. And eventually it'll be months before I meditate once again and I start the process over and over again. But if you're like me, you know it's important and so you want to give it another shot. Or maybe you just want to start from scratch. You've heard about it for a long time and you think you should just give it a try, which I do recommend. So in this episode, I want to go through Meditation 101. It's going to be incredibly valuable for those of you who've never tried it. But of course, it's also going to be valuable for those who have tried it in the past and have gone through the cycle like I have and are ready to jump back in. But we are going to start building this up from the ground. So let's start with the first important question. What is meditation? Well, meditation is a practice that involves training the mind to focus and achieve a state of calm and relaxation. It's a mental exercise that can be done by anyone, regardless of age, religion, or culture. Simply put, meditation is about focusing the mind, allowing yourself to take control of your mental state and focusing where you want to focus. It's the practice of giving yourself freedom, freedom from the distractions of the day, freedom of everyone else's wants and desires from you, and freedom to just be, to exist. It is achieving a state of calm and relaxation, and it's available to anyone. Like, really, there are very few, if any, 
requirements to be able to meditate. So it's something you can start right now, assuming you're not driving. If you are driving, though, you can actually still meditate. Just keep your eyes open. That's that's probably important. So why is meditation so important? I know I've said uh, over and over again how it gives you the time and energy to focus, but really it's kind of like a superpower. It's one of those things that most of us don't do, but the few who do gain an unfair advantage. It serves as an opportunity to stretch your mind, to improve your ability to focus, to improve your attention span, and to learn more about yourself. It serves as the only moment of silence that many of us have in our day-to-day lives, especially if we've got kids at home, if we've got a demanding job, a demanding partner, if bills are due, if some people are knocking on our door trying to collect money. Like When we have all of these things going on, that's when it's more important than ever to take a moment for ourselves to pause, to relax, and to give ourselves the space we need to meditate. It's an opportunity to stretch our imagination and our ability to be, and that is critical. It also has some very well-documented and important benefits. So meditation has been proven to reduce stress and anxiety over time. It's been proven to improve focus and concentration. It's been proved to increase self-awareness and a better understanding of who you are. It leads to better sleep, especially if you practice it right before bed. It leads to improved emotional well-being. It leads to an improved ability to deal in the moment when things are just not going your way. Meditation is the ability to remain calm and focused under pressure, and it gives you that by practicing it. So let's talk about the types of meditation because this is critical. If we're going to better understand how to keep ourselves meditating, we need to better understand what types of meditation there are and which ones might serve us the most. Now, I do want to say these are not all types of meditation. There are many more that I will not be able to talk about in the confines of this episode. And I do also want to say that you don't have to commit to one style over the other. Like maybe that's the case if you're trying to be like a a monk or something like that, a spiritual leader. But if you're not doing that, if you're the average person like me who wants to get the value of meditation or some of the value of meditation, you can try, you can sample, you can test out what works for you. You can do what works for you in each individual day. It doesn't have to be one specific type, but let's go through them. So first, there is mindfulness meditation. Now, this type of meditation involves paying attention to the present moment and accepting it without judgment. It can be practiced through a variety of techniques, such as focusing on the breath, a word or phrase, or an object. Now, this is what I typically do, and this is what most of the apps teach as well. It's focusing on the breath, inhale, exhale and keeping your mind there. There's a really phenomenal app called Headspace that I uh, first got me into meditation years ago. And one of the things that uh, the, the founder's sort of original lesson talks about is that you should picture yourself on the side of the road where you are just watching cars pass. And those cars are your thoughts. And the goal is to not chase. You don't want to chase the cars. You just let them pass. You notice them, you recognize that they exist, and then you let them go. That's the goal with mindfulness meditation is you're going to be distracted. You're going to see and think in all of those things, 
But the goal is to just not follow it, to not let the thread derail you, to come back to your center. This is the meditation that works most consistently for me. Now, there's also transcendental meditation. This is really popular in the like entrepreneur, like internet-based kind of world. I think Tim Ferriss made it really popular. Uh, so this type of meditation involves the use of a mantra, which is a word or sound repeated over and over again. And the goal is to transcend the mind and reach a state of deep relaxation and inner focus. Now, something interesting here is that this kind of plays on that phenomenon that you've probably experienced where you say a word over and over again, and before you know it, like, you kind of disassociate the word from the meaning. Like, it starts to sound different, starts to sound weird. Um, this is kind of what's being utilized here with transcendental meditation, where the sound or the word or the phrase or whatever it is you're repeating over and over again, over time it loses meaning, it loses shape and form, and you sort of start to fall into it. And, and that gives you this feeling of deep, deep relaxation. Now, I don't personally practice transcendental meditation, but I have heard many, many benefits from those who have friends of mine. Uh, then there's the body scan meditation, and this is a great way to relax at the end of the day. This is where you lay down or you sit in a comfortable position and you focus on different parts of the body. All you're trying to do here is to notice sensations and release any tension that you might have. Like literally the goal is just to notice what's going on for you, to check in with yourself. This is a phenomenal way to get relaxed, to release sensation, and to recognize where you're holding tension. So many times throughout the day I'll notice like my jaw is really tight, it's like set. And I'm not even doing it consciously, but doing a quick body scan allows me to recognize where it is, what's going on, and to consciously release it. And what happens is you end up just being more relaxed overall because you are constantly checking in and looking for the things that need to be released. Then we're going to talk about movement meditation. Now, this type of meditation involves movement and physical activity, such as yoga, tai chi, or qigong. The goal is to achieve a state of stillness in the mind through movement. Now, if you've ever done yoga, this is something that I don't do often enough, quite honestly, but when I do, it brings me great, great peace and joy. Uh, the idea is really simple. As you flow through the movements, as you connect with your breath, as you struggle and hold uh, positions that might be a little bit challenging, might be a little bit difficult, you achieve a state of stillness. You sort of fall into the process, fall into the struggle of it, and it helps to improve your overall sense of self and understanding. And it's, again, not something I practice enough. It's something I should do way more often than I do, but it is a type of meditation that many, especially in the United States, have fallen in love with. And the last one I want to talk about is a guided meditation. Now, this is not specifically like a, a style, right? It's not a type of meditation in the way that the others are. It has the same goal as the others do, but this is a great way for people to get started where you have a person walking you through the body scan or walking you through the movement or walking you through 
the the mantra or walking you through returning to your breath and not chasing you have someone with a calming voice who's able to sort of like reassure you that everything's going to be okay and helps you along the way holding your hand every step that's what a guided meditation is and it's a great way to get started meditating it's a great way to jump in when you haven't done it in a while um, this is typically what the meditation apps like Headspace, like Calm, like Insight Timer rely on as well. So how do we actually get started? Now that we know what types of meditation are available, how do we jump in? Well, there are three rules, or not really rules, and pieces of advice that I would give. But the main thing is going to be sampling. Now, I, this is, I'm such a big fan of the idea of sampling because you really can't know what's going to work for you until you try as many of the options as you can. So you know the types, mindfulness meditation, transcendental meditation, body scans, movement meditation, and guided meditation. You recognize the types. Now what you need to do is to try each of them. And I would say dedicate a decent amount of time to each of them, like Say that you're going to try each one for three days, four days, five days, a week, whatever it is that works for you, but give them the time, give them the space they need to bring you value so that you can accurately decide, is this the type of meditation that works for me or should I move on to the next one? So sample, that is the first sort of big piece of advice. But within that, the rules, quote unquote, or the like advice that I'd give is to one, set aside a specific time of day. So this is always going to make things easier. I think that it's easier to get into meditation if you do it right before bed or if you do it right after waking up. I've personally found it to be easier to do right after waking up. It's a great way to get the day started, but... Uh, uh, you're not so burned out by the day that it's easier to forget or to, to pass on it. So personally for me, right after I wake up, that's when I try to meditate. Uh, you could do it right before bed. You could do it after lunch, pre-lunch. You just find something to stack it on and utilize that sort of habit stacking strategy where you take an existing habit or behavior or routine and you add this new behavior to it. The second thing, try to find a quiet place. This is not always possible. I remember when I lived in New York City and I was working in uh, an office, I used to legitimately just meditate at my desk and I would pop in some headphones, close my eyes for like five minutes and, and do my meditation. So you can do something like that, invest in a decent pair of noise canceling headphones if you can, or uh, just like any earbuds will, will block out a decent amount of noise. But like investing in something to give yourself the space that you need when you need it on demand. If you can't make that investment, that's totally fine. You can still meditate with distraction around. You can still meditate with people around you. You just have to, to recognize that it's going to be a little bit harder to stay focused. But that's okay. That's part of the struggle. That's part of the challenge. And that's part of where the growth comes from. And then lastly, start with short sessions. You don't have to do everything at once. You don't have to get crazy at once. Just start out small. Start tiny. Give yourself one minute and do that every day for five days. And, and that still matters. That's still value. That's still important. I don't want you to discredit 
taking short sessions because they still bring you the value of getting started and starting to learn what is going to work for you. So that's all I've got for you today on this episode, Meditation 101. Before we jump, though, I do want to remind you I'm running a survey right now to get to know you just a little bit better so that I can improve my content and recommendations. So if you want to participate, visit tlbc.co slash survey or head over to the link in the description of this episode. The survey should take about seven minutes, and if you participate before February 3rd, 2023, you'll be able to enter for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card. So honestly, it's a pretty good deal. Like seven minutes and you might win 50 bucks. That's a great hourly rate. If I I was getting paid that hourly rate, I would take that job in a heartbeat. Head over to tlbc.co slash survey to participate now. Get your chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and give me some information that I can work with to create better content for you. And with all of that said, my name is Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for being here. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. day.